So in most places, people, you know, bundle up in the winter, right? Of course. Uh, Not so much here. The nudies are coming out in the Sunshine State. All right. Well, Slippin' Mickey's not just a great punk band name. (laughs) That would be a great punk band name. That's what I was thinking. It also means bad news for one Florida freak. We will explain. Oh, and uh, so what would you do if a neighbor was parked in your parking space? Uh, probably a strongly worded letter or well, note. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Well, one Florida man takes the whole thing to the extreme. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those to share. Do we not, Kirsten? We do. Yeah. Ripped from the headlines. From the headlines. Absolutely. And our first story comes to us from clickorlando.com. Aha. A Florida man stole a pickup truck from a Melbourne, Florida Fiat dealership last month. I don't know why I said Fiat. Fiat. Fiat dealership last Mm -hmm. month, leading police on a pursuit. Uh, But because this is Florida, Mm -hmm. of course, there was something a little unique about this case of Grand Theft Auto. Specifically, the thief was naked. Oh, of course. Cops say an employee (laughs) spotted 40-year-old Richard Blows at the dealership standing naked in a paint booth near a 2021 Dodge Ram. He then hopped in the truck, backed out, and drove off. Hey, hey. Surveillance video actually shows that Blows had been at the dealership for a few hours by that point, walking around in his underwear all morning. As you do. Cops caught Blows about 25 miles north in Cocoa, after they spotted him driving erratically and hitting the guardrail several times. Oh, nice. Or maybe he was driving erotically since he was naked. I'm not sure. Could be. Blows apparently is not a fan of clothes just in general. He was actually out on bond on a charge of exposing himself just last month. Nice. He faces an array of new charges in this latest incident. Well, if I had a nickel for every time that I'd driven my car naked... How much money do you think I'd have? I'm I'm thinking you'd be quite poor. <laughs> quite poor. <laughs> well, I guess I should try it to really enjoy the Florida freak experience. Help me, I'm poor. Right. Um, I had a friend in graduate school, actually, Wayne, uh, last name undisclosed, mm-hmm. but um, he was always like, hey, we should go for a drive naked. Oh, Wouldn't boy. that be fun? Let's go for a drive naked. I never went for a drive naked. He probably naked. just wanted to see you naked. He he drove this big suburban type thing, I think. <laughs> I don't, I, not a sexy vehicle, no. just in general. Right. Um, yeah, no, never, never went for a naked ride. Of course, we were in northern Michigan and it's rarely uh, naked ride weather. No, it's not like Florida where it's like, hey, it kind of makes sense to go for a naked yeah, ride every once in a while. I could go for a little naked sub-zero, cruise. Sub-zero temperature is not so good. Not not so much, yeah. no. But it do, I guess it does make sense to be naked in a paint booth. No one wants to get paint on their clothes. Oh, And good jumpsuits point. haven't been in since Saturday Night Fever. Hey, I have several jumpsuits. Well, jumpsuits for <laughs> fellas haven't oh, been in. Oh, you know. for fellas. Yeah. Mr. Blows, who wears no clothes. For the fe- Didn't Devo wear jumpsuits? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was... Yeah. 80s. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Jumpsuits it's still are been good a few years. if you wear them in a kitschy way. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of all of the Florida man tropes, mm-hmm. naked Florida man is probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. 
It's great. You too? Can't beat it. No, it's it adds so much color to every story, which is ironic because they're not wearing any color. But yeah, so yeah. I, what I like about it is the story is never just, you know, Florida man exposes himself to neighbors. Yeah. It's always naked Florida man committing XYZ other felonies and misdemeanors. Yeah. He's stealing cars. He's robbing banks. Yeah. All of those other things really make like the indecent exposure almost a non-story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like they let It's the, a footnote. They lead the headline with the nude part, but then you just forget about the nude part yeah. because the naked, rest of the story's so great. Naked Florida man, I feel like it's almost like a mad libs. Yeah. Or it's just an oxymoron like Every yeah, of course. It's redundant, a Florida man. not a yeah. not redundant. An o- yeah, yeah, not an oxymoron. A re- redundant. Clothed definitely. Florida man would be the oxymoron. <laughs> yes, right? it would. Yes, it would. <laughs> and it's it's not a bad idea to drive naked, especially in Florida. I mean, it's always hot here, and uh, why not just have a nice, free and easy? I mean, it's a free and easy state. Make it free and easy, just in general. I feel like there'd be chafing, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. you don't want. You don't want to do this in leather seats. A lot seats. of duck butter out there, you know, Ooh, so that's yeah. not going to be good to get in the upholstery. Yeah, so I, I guess in that case, in addition to getting the truck painted, it's probably going to need a good interior detailing oh, job yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely so. By the way, who gets their pickup truck painted at a Fiat dealership? <laughs> it does seem a little odd. I don't know what all you get done at a Fiat dealership, but I guess maybe getting your truck painted is one. Well, Fiat stands for what? Fix it again, Tony. Fix it again, Tony. Or uh, Florida imbeciles absconding with trucks. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. Right? Yes. Absconding <laughs> with trucks. I love it. It took a while to find a good A word. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. I bet it would. So our next story comes to us from WFLA.com. Of course. And when Alvis Parrish called the Jacksonville Sheriff's Department... It was to report a poisoning. Oh. Well, and she ought to know because she was the poisoner. When deputies arrived at Parrish's house, she told them as much, saying she poisoned her boyfriend's drink because he wouldn't shut the F up. (laughs) Okay. Parrish slipped her boyfriend a Mickey or actually slipped him some Seroquel, which is a drug used to treat schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. Right. Uh, Reportedly, it can make people sleepy. Mm -hmm. She told the deputies that she gave him just enough to shut him up, (laughs) but then that she called the cops so that he wouldn't die or anything. Oh, that's good. The boyfriend felt sluggish, but was apparently otherwise okay. Not so much Alvis, who told the cops that if they didn't take her, she would probably kill him. Okay. So she's been charged with poisoning with intent to kill or injure. Oh, slipping Mickey's. Nothing good really ever comes from slicking, slipping Mickey's to people, right? It's just, it's kind of, yeah. I, I do think, though, you're onto something with the punk band name. Slipping Mickey, Mickey's is great. It reminds yeah. me of Dropkick Murphy's. Yeah, or like, like Cherry a... Poppin' Daddies. It's slipping oh, Mickey's. Yeah, I like it. I don't know. I like it. I, it might be better than the Assless Chaps, even as a band I name. I know. I, when, <laughs> when, I, when I thought about it, I was like, man, that's such a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe need- a good fantasy football team name, too. Ooh, we need to start a punk band, clearly. It's it's pretty obvious. Now, I got to ask, do you really buy her whole story about, you know, that she just wanted to do it to shut him up? I mean, maybe. Maybe? I don't know. You know, Sherlock Holmes once said, mm-hmm. not that Sherlock Holmes is a real person, yeah. but Sherlock Holmes once um 
fictionally said that poison is a women's weapon, ah, right? Right. Um, I've watched certainly enough true crime shows to know that men shoot, mm-hmm. women poison. Ah. Women actually are seven times more likely to choose poison as a murder weapon than a man is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But it's so stealthy. But men commit ninety percent of murders. Uh. So if I were good at math, I could probably distill those two statistics yeah. into something really relevant and and groundbreaking in terms of revelations on oh, this yeah. podcast. Yeah. But but I suck at math, so yeah. that's that's not going to happen. We need more uh, like murder analysts and mathematicians mm. to like you know. Do you think men policy. really commit ninety percent of murders? I don't know. Or is it? I mean, I think they're more definitely more likely to. So yeah, I would say that it's much closer to that or is it that only the men get caught <gasps> it i mean i mean that's a given women I mean, are much better at uh you know concealing well i don't want to say that we're like devious or anything mm-hmm. but but i do think that you know we are better at hiding our yeah. feelings we're better at you know whatever probably I not know. making a big deal about the fact that right, you're yeah, right. exactly we're yeah. not gonna go bragging to our friends right. about how we you know murdered somebody yep oh if i had a nickel for every time i bragged to my friends <laughs> about murdering someone i'd probably be in the same boat as before uh so what do you think uh the boyfriend did to to get to reach that poison-worthy status. That's what I want to know. Well, it wouldn't shut the F up, clearly. That's pretty I mean, obvious, but it has... Do you think it just like goes to that? Like what he was talking that? about? Yeah. Like, he I mean, was it's probably... probably something deeper. Oh, I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I Sounds don't... Sounds like she just wanted to put him to sleep a little bit. I don't want to make any assumptions mm-hmm. about anyone's mental health, but yeah. I will say... If you have drugs in your home to treat schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, perhaps some people in the household are not already in the right mental and emotional state all of the time. So, you know, there are triggers, Mm -hmm. right? There's triggers. Uh, By the way, spent my day Googling poison and Seroquel overdose. (laughs) Right. Uh, So I'm sure I'm on some kind of a watch list now, (laughs) right? Of course, yeah. Uh, If anything happens to you... yeah. The FBI will be knocking on the door pretty quick. Yeah, and they're going to be looking at your Google search history for sure. Oh, totally. They're going to yeah. be they're going to be uh, uh, what's the word confiscating every device in this house. Yeah. So I mean, we might as well ask the question: Have you ever wanted to poison me? Be honest. Poison? <laughs> N- no, no. Just the fact that you're hesitating <laughs> means that I've got it on tape. So I am happy with that. I I've... said no. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. There was no hesitation there, counselor. <laughs> By the way, intent to kill or injure. I mean, mm. she clearly said, I didn't want to kill him. I just no. wanted to shut him up. Yeah. I, I guess there's no like official charge for poisoning with intent to shut. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it all works. To, to keep him quiet. I'm no legal expert. I'm, I'm going to no... keep you quiet. See? <laughs> yeah, who knows? You'll never catch me, Kappa. <laughs> well, all of a sudden, it turned into the 1930s it, cereal. It, it totally did. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, we have another story from ClickOrlando.com. All right. 57-year-old Andre Abrams of Gainesville has beef with his neighbors. 
a long-running dispute over parking in the neighborhood. Hmm. And he says he's not the only one who's fed up with the family next door. Oh, yeah. Everybody else has a problem with them as well. I'm sure they do. Mm -hmm. So when his neighbor's teenage daughter and her friends parked in a spot he didn't approve of, he took matters into his own hands. As you do. Actually... He took a flamethrower into his own hands, aiming the torch at the car with the three teenagers inside. Uh, The neighbors, by the way, say this isn't the first time he's targeted them with the flamethrower. Oh, my goodness. This time, the flames came within about five feet of the car while the kids escaped out the passenger side door. Subtle. Yes. Abrams is now facing three counts of felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intending to kill. Okay. It's unclear whether or not the police have actually seized the flamethrower as evidence, you know. Now, is it just me or does every guy in Florida have a flamethrower except for me? I don't know. Did I miss something? Is is this like a man card thing that I wasn't aware of? Should I I have a flamethrower in my garage? Well, we don't have a garage. Okay, so I don't have to worry about that. So I guess so no. Should I have a flamethrower like at the ready, like under the bed, under the pillow? Like what's what do, what do I need to do? <laughs> what's the appropriate etiquette in this I don't situation? Know. I, I'm just curious. I do, I don't know either. I I will say like flamethrower kind of cool, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I know there are a lot of people who who have guns mm-hmm. for you know self protection. Yeah. I think flamethrower is much more badass. Oh yeah. Probably not as easy to you know like pull out and and use if somebody's robbing your home or threatening your life. True. But but if somebody's parking in your parking space... There might not be a concealed carry for a flamethrower, but I don't want to speculate. I don't know that for sure. Yeah, we're no legal experts. (laughs) I don't know. I will say that this is not a textbook example of conflict resolution (laughs) in this whole thing, but it does sound a lot like a serial killer origin story. Oh. Just like the the flamethrowing, I don't even know what. Like, he's just... Or the Human Torch. I don't know. So like a serial killer origin story or a superhero or a supervillain? Supervillain. Maybe that's more what I'm thinking of. Because it just, it does feel a bit more diabolical and not maybe so much uh, just like a killing like blood blood feud or something like that. Yeah. It's a lot more diabolical. It's it's very like Mad Max esque, yes. right? It's yeah. it's a little <laughs> yes. post apocalyptic in, yes. in terms of weaponry. That's why he has the flamethrower. He's ready for the post apocalypse. So you mentioned that you think you might be the only person we know who doesn't have a flamethrower. I I personally don't know if anyone we Nobody has shared with us that they have a flamethrower. I know that I am not the only one in this room that doesn't have a flamethrower, but I'm not convinced of anywhere else that I'm at. So Now I'm going to be looking at everybody's like, does that guy have a flamethrower? Does she have a flamethrower? I don't know. So in addition to spending my day Googling, you know, poisoning your husband and Seroquel overdose. You also Googled, so you want to own a flamethrower? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, The flamethrower in this case is the XM42. Ooh. It is uh, a a flamethrower you can purchase online for about 700 bucks. I get it. Shoots flames 20 feet. Mm -hmm. Totally legal. Nice. No license needed. No permit needed, except in Maryland or California. But in Florida, you are free and clear and in 47 other states. All you need is a little under 100 bucks and the... Willingness to buy one. L- little under 700, 700 bucks. bucks. <laughs> so, I mean, there is a bit of a I cost think I meant to, to entry. I $1,000. What, what am I thinking? Um, so according to the website that sells it, 
And this is a direct quote. Ah, okay. The XM42 is our most popular flamethrower. It is light, easy to use, and loads of fun. Of course. Because loads of fun is exactly what we're looking for. Fun for the whole family. Right. They, uh, They recommend it, and this also, no joke, to eradicate pests, yes. to melt snow, nice. to entertain the family, hmm. and to safely light fireworks. Hey, well, we don't have much snow in Florida, but we always have fireworks. Oh, that is one thing that Florida does not have a shortage of. So there you go. Now I know why everybody's got a flamethrower. To light their fireworks. How else are you going to light them? And I can't think of a safer way to do so. There's not any other way that you can make fire except with a flamethrower. So it's the only way that I know that you would be able to flight fireworks. So now I know if anybody has fireworks, they probably also have a flamethrower. Oh, is that deductive reasoning or inductive reasoning? It's It's been a while since I took philosophy. I'm not sure. Preductive? I don't know. (laughs) Postductive? I'm not sure. What's really scary is reaching the age of 57, as this man is, and thinking that it's an effective approach to someone who's parking in a place that you disapprove of. So so we have had to deal with neighbors parking in spaces that are ours. Oh, yes, yes. And, and, you know, I'm not quite at 57, so I haven't yet resorted to the flamethrower. Maybe that's something that will come later in life. You've got a few years I'm still. I'm not sure, but I ha- it, it does tick me off a little bit when it's fairly obvious like whose spot is who right the yeah. the condo numbers but are I, on the curb yeah. i try to let you know rationality win over and you know just write a strongly worded note yeah leave hey, it on the dashboard hey this is where i park do you mind do you mind usually that works it's usually somebody <laughs> who's new so what if i were to tell you mm. that the flamethrower comes in red oh well Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh, so, good point. I should yeah. have gotten you one for Valentine's Day. Get me one. I'm getting you one. you one for Christmas. I'm oh. going to get you one. I mean, You're I... the one that's talking about it all this time. You're the one that said it sounds like fun. I think I know what I'm getting you. Do you remember when Elon Musk was selling flamethrowers? Oh, yeah. It was part of his uh, boring company, right? Right. Yeah. Was he was. Like they were selling. To get people to like invest in it? Sure. Yeah. They were selling flamethrowers. Technically, they were selling not a flamethrower. Oh, right. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say um, Because I, I think there were some issues with actually shipping a flamethrower, but if they called it not a flamethrower, there were no shipping issues. Oh. Um, and they got, like, the post office basically told them you can't ship those yeah. because they're flammable. Mm. So they stopped shipping them with the propane, little tiny propane cartridge ah. or butane or whatever it was. Sold separately. Um, no, they just stuck a $5 bill in with all of them so you could go buy your own little propane cartridge. Wow, that's great. Genius, right? Can't go wrong there. Right. So, you know, that's why Elon Musk is like a, a bajillionaire. Yeah. And he got into the flamethrower game before everybody else did. Oh, man. He's a visionary. 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 All right. Well, our final story comes to us from Wesh.com. Ah, Wesh. Wesh, you were here. (laughs) Um, When Florida woman Trent Kelly Freeman didn't want to go to work, Mm. she doesn't mess around. No. According to the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, Freeman forged the signatures of area doctors on multiple sets of fraudulent FMLA paperwork, claiming extensive hospitalization and even a comatose state. Her co-workers donated hundreds of sick leave hours, totaling nearly four grand. Wow. 
Turns out, instead of being in the hospital in a coma, Freeman was off working another job. Oh, jeez. Here's the kicker, though. Freeman's real job, the one she called out comatose from, yeah. was as a detective for the Gilchrist County Sheriff's Department. Oh, nice. The Gilchrist Sheriff's, by the way, says she isn't representative of the fine men and women of the GCSD. Of course not. Freeman is being held on a $50,000 bond. Man, it seems really hard to fake a coma, but this woman really knows how to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, she's gone like <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how you call in comatose. I don't know either. So, sorry, I can't come in today. Yeah. I'm I'm in a coma. Yep, totally. Sorry. Totally comatose. Totally in a coma. Sorry. God, gotta not go coma speak. now. Bye-bye. Yep. Not, a, not available <laughs> to talk. In a coma. I mean, okay, before we cast stones. Send my check here. Thank yeah. you. Well, not just send my check here. Yeah. But um, please donate your sick time donate to me. Donate your sip, sick times. Maybe start a GoFundMe page. That's what I was going to say. I right? mean, you might as well. Yeah. Like, go big or go home, you know? Yeah. But before we cast too many stones, mm. um, we've all called in sick before, right? When oh, we maybe weren't sure. sick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Not this guy. No, I've definitely done it before. It's, uh, I'm not proud of the fact that I've done it, but you know, it's happened maybe once or twice. Maybe, no, I'll keep it short. I mean, you've got a few decades of working under your belt. It's not, it's not like you're a 15 year old kid and you've done it 50 times. I try to do it. If I'm going to do it, it's going to be in a situation where it doesn't, you know, affect anybody. Like I'm hoping that I'm not taking away anybody's sick leave time or, you know, saying that I'm, you know, in a coma, in a coma. Yeah. That's, I'm sorry. I'm dead. I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, this really seems like the work of a criminal mastermind, that's for sure. But if only she worked in law enforcement, maybe she could use that power for good. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. She does work in law enforcement, or did work in law enforcement. Now, I will say there has never been a time when it's easier to call in sick, mm. right? Right, yeah. Uh, you know, you could text in sick at some jobs. That's right. Um, we're all working from home anyway, or at least a lot of people are working ho- from yeah. home. Plus, the positive test rate for COVID in Florida right now is over 31%. Yeah. So, you know, the odds are pretty good that one of us has COVID right now, and we don't even realize May it. the odds always be in your favor. They are definitely in your favor for that. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that's your favor. I don't know. I guess. But, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean. I guess if you're calling in sick, it might be. Right, yeah. So easy to call in sick, very believable. <laughs> I don't feel good. Yeah. I'm not coming in. Right. <laughs> so when I was in high school, yes. um, I, my mom and I have very similar voices. Sure. She has a thick Boston, Massachusetts accent. Mm-hmm. I do not. Yes. Um, but I used to call in sick at school all the time and just say. And just masquerade as your mom? Yeah. 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 Nice. That works. Kirsten's sick. <laughs> this is Kirsten's mother. <laughs> Signed I, Epstein's mother. I, I parked my car in the Harvard yard and Kirsten's not coming into to school today. Yeah, Sorry. Pretty much. 
yep. pretty much. So, uh, nice. so yeah, that's that's my true confession. Nice, true confession. So, what do you think, uh, Trent Kelly Freeman's second job? You know, this second job that she was working while she was uh, supposedly in a coma. Oh boy, um, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, not at the hospital. Oh, you're I right. don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope it was something. Good. Maybe she was an FMLA investigator. Hey, that makes a lot of sense. Right. She figured out that paperwork pretty easily. <laughs> Nicely done. Absolutely. So, uh, Corey, what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that driving naked is the way to go in Florida. Mm. Definitely helps with the swamp ass days Ooh. in August, I would think. I mean, I yeah, I don't know. Uh, I learned that feeding someone a heap and servant of shut the hell up <laughs> is probably going to get you some jail time, even in Florida. Even in Florida? I also learned that a lot more Floridians have flamethrowers than I thought. Oh, well, yeah. Yep. And I, I learned that COVID might be old and busted when it comes to calling in sick, mm. but calling in comatose, that's the new hotness. Oh, yeah. Well, those were some of Florida's freakiest news stories, mm -hmm. and some of them were submitted by listeners like you on our Florida Freak Show Forum. Thank you. As always, we invite you to join in the fun and post your wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State online. That's right. You can find the forum at facebook.com slash groups slash FLA Freak Show, or just follow the link from our Facebook page or website, floridafreakshow.com. And don't forget, you can catch new episodes of the Florida Freak Show podcast on the second and fourth Wednesdays of every month. Until then, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Yeah, bye. <laughs>